But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, rest is soon to follow. Well, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. Joined by Mike, Mike who uh, was famously hired at a high school in New York despite not having the education for it. It was a little shady, a little circumstantial. Don't know what was going on there. That's right. I uh, a, run a hedge fund. I'm and, a teacher uh, now. I don't make investments. I just run a hedge fund. We don't really invest any of the money. I just have the money. That was uh, – this is – we're going right into Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein very suspiciously hired at Dalton Academy. Um the the Upper East Side High School in the eighties, um, despite not having a college degree. See, I have nothing to. Oh, I I know he went to NYU. Eventually, a real black eye for NYU. I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. Anybody who came in contact with it, the real questions about Jeffrey Epstein for me are because obviously he was not a hedge fund manager. Obviously, this this much is clear. It's why did people give him money? Was it because he – like I think it was a combination of like one, blackmail. Like as soon as he got blackmail on you, he wanted your money. Like let me hold $500 million and yeah. I'll just take fees. And the other one I think was just like he was the fun guy. He's like I am I am the guy who gets the fun things to happen. So like I, you have to pay into this fund or you don't get to come. Um, yeah, I they mean both that seem, makes makes perfect sense to me. Probably a nice combination of the two. In any case, the uh, we owe the Pizzagate people an apology. Yeah, they were they were cooking with gas at the now. Very least. All right, so they uh, the 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 premise was correct. The details were wrong. The idea that there was like a high level, and you know, based on what I've heard, equally left and right, but you know, it seems like the heavy hitters are on the left. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein is was the big left donor. Bill Clinton, right in there. Uh, Chris Tucker of Rush Hour also implicated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Do, am I stuttering? Do you understand the words that are? Oh. Uh, <laughs> um. He now he's the one guy I actually believe just like went to visit Africa with Bill Clinton once, <laughs> and it's just like, would you rape those kids, Chris? He's like, what? No. <laughs> you gotta listen. I I know that's to be fair. Nobody in that circle gets the benefit of the doubt. That's right. Nobody. And you should always be suspicious anytime anyone's giving you a free flight on their private jet. Something's up. I because that stuff's expensive. I I think that he is just like the procurer for some like super elite group that just like all right, we lost our right arm, chop it off, let's get another one. And that's there. Uh, I changed my Twitter name to uh, Limited Hangout Energy because that was like the way Nixon put it. He said that, uh, you know, whatever whatever we can't take back, whatever is found out already, we have to give them that while saving the, the, the other vital parts of the conspiracy. Limited hangout. Uh, and I think that's what they're doing to Jeffrey Epstein. Well. Because if, if this were it, if this were the end, as Matt Cresman said on, the show, on his show the other day, he was like, if this were the end, they would just let him go to trial. Instead, they, got, they hired a cop to kill him in prison. Yeah. 
an ex an ex cop to kill him in prison. Ah, I this is Jack Ruby. Yeah, like that. I can't wait for this trial yeah. to continue. Is he dying by any chance? Like Jack Ruby was? No, no, no. That, that would be a good detail. I think as well. he's a reasonably healthy sixty or seventy year old man. I don't know how old he is. Real fucking weirdo. I did like the somebody making the point that um he was in charge of the Victoria's Secret model uh catalog. Just in charge of it. He he cast the models. That seems like a real fucking problem. <laughs> That's so terrible. This is um yeah, this whole thing. You know, this thing stinks. I think something's afoot here. I don't I don't like it. I don't care for this one bit. I think something's afoot. Uh the only Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein, you are a dismal tide uh, clown of the week. <laughs> Enemy of the pod, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, and you know what? He hates us. Jeffrey Epstein, don't let me see your face over here in Brendan's bedroom. Or there's going to be words. But don't die in prison. Stay alive. Please do not die in prison. Don't die Under in prison. no circumstance are you to die in prison. We really need you on the stand. Until Hillary has to testify. God. Bill Clinton's uh, super, like, calculated statement about he was just like i think i don't remember who brought it up but he was like he said i only went on four trips he was like how many flights are in four trips i was like you could just Min- say you'd say minimum eight you gotta yeah, get there up and back. back minimum eight you have a stop here and there 26 flights is what he has to account for he's saying that's all done on four trips to little saint george ah hey look i'm sure that uh i'm sure everyone involved uh it was was just trying to do the right thing. It seems to me like they were. Everyone seems like they had these kids' best interests at heart. It just it all just got so out of control. Yeah, <laughs> just like that uh, that episode of Community based on every mob movie ever is like they these chicken these chicken fingers were going hot, and you know what? It changed our lives. Just like it all got out of control. Just good fellas. Just like the coke came in too quick. It was off the it was off the shelf as fast as we could ha- hold it. It, was just, it got away from us. And that's just listen. Next so, thing you know, you're building a church on a fucking island off St. Thomas. Sometimes the yes. U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah, sometimes you're building a very uh, bizarre uh, uh, church on your own uh, island um, that you paid for with money that came from who knows where, and you're uh, collecting videos of these people having sex with underage girls and properties that you own and, and just uh, look it could have happened to any of us really just fell ass backwards into this one it could it could and i think that's why we have to be sympathetic because like uh there but for the grace of god go i you know <laughs> jeffrey epstein this could have happened to anybody yeah that's why i don't want him to die in prison until after the trial Anyway, we had a great summer break these last two weeks. Yeah, uh, that was on me. <laughs> so uh, it was a bit, and then I I didn't help schedule wise. Uh, we we had a Lewis of Bang Local Dads lined up for the last two weeks. He was supposed week, to, and whatever. then um, well, then I knocked a glass of water over onto my laptop. I'm uh, this is the first podcast of the new laptop era. Uh, new data, new Brendan, because it's all gone, baby. That's it right. all it it's all flooded out. Sheets, uh, sheets stained, but the sins wash away. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a hold steady lyric. Uh, yeah, so that was the first week, and then last week we just had scheduling issues. We couldn't figure it out. Uh, and I didn't have... I only bought the laptop on Tuesday, so it would have been like, get it from the store, record first podcast, like that. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm I'm not competent enough for that. Yeah. I assure you. So we now it's all set up. Now it's all good to go. It's running better than ever. You got a retina display over there? Yeah, it's retina. Beautiful. Look at that retina. It really is so much better. You don't really it's one of those things where you think, Do I really need it? And then you see it. You're like, and you whoa. go, Well, this is absolutely worth the extra hundred dollars or I can see every pockmark in the uh, oh my god, I forgot that I wanted to look at the Facebook group called just simply Sarcasm. <laughs> it's a whole Facebook group with like a hundred thousand people in it. Just like <laughs> these are the sarcasm people, like like. Is it a bunch of minion memes? There's a lot of minion memes. Let me get it up. Did you see the Nick uh, the Nick Weiger uh, tweet about the the four different kinds of adults, the four types of adult: alcoholic parent, IBS sufferer, Disney season pass holder, Facebook racist. What are the first? What's the first one? Alcoholic parent. Okay. Um, well, first of all, the the picture at the top of this. That's it says sarcasm, the ability to insult idiots without them realizing it. I don't think that's sarcasm. No, that's no. So already we're on we're we're on the wrong path here. Right, let me just scroll through here. Um, there you go. We got another post that's not sarcasm. It's a. It says when you die in the morning, and it's a dead body un- with a sheet over it, and there's a boner. You can just see the boner. So clearly sarcastic and hilarious. Ghost with a boner is a great um, uh, diarrhea planet song. Ghost with a Boner by Diarrhea Planet. Yeah. Cool. They're, it's good. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. It's going in. Oh, you see this? See, now this is the problem with watching. By the way, I can't, for for those of you uh, who, who are longtime listeners, you may have heard our many complaints about us being crowded around my desk um, or chair problems or me falling backwards in the chair. Or me getting too comfortable, or me just slowly drifting away from my microphone. We're both on a couch now. I got my feet up. We're watching MLB Network, and um, I just saw a Wendy's commercial and completely stopped paying attention to the show. And that's going to happen over and over again because that's the stuff, right? Yeah, there. this is weird. I'm too comfortable. I'm really settled in. I got a new couch uh, in my room, so we're recording in the uh, the Eagle Street Lounge for the first time ever. Brendan, you go to Wendy's. What are you getting? Um, non-chicken sandwich division. Um, I want to say the double, double cheeseburger. That's usually what I go with at most fast food places. Number two, the Dave's double. That's it. Can't go wrong. Um, I haven't I haven't been to Me- Wendy's in a long time, though. Or Mendy's. Mendy's. Jerry, take me to Mendy's. Mendy's is real. Is you, it real? You can go to Mendy's if you is want. Is it still open? Maybe. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, the uh, yeah Dave's double the triple is it too much? I don't know. That's not I for think me so. to say. You know what? I'm gonna try it. But Wendy's is the best fast fast food restaurant. Yeah, and like you can't count Shake Shack or whatever because it's different. They're not everywhere. We're talking na- we're talking national chains. We're talking uh, afford. Actually, uh, was at Shake Shack today. It's not that much more expensive than Wendy's in the end. No, no. no I got no, a Chicago Chicago dog. I got some fries. I got a root beer. I've only ever gotten shakes and burgers from there. I'm not getting dogs. No, the the Chicago dog is great. A Chicago hot dog is the is what uh, is a Chicago hot dog? Is that the one with like avocado and stuff? No, 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 no. It's the uh, uh, it's a hot dog. You got yellow mustard, um, uh, relish, onions, uh, celery salt, tomato, and then like a like a pepperoni sort of uh, thing, like a diced tomato. No, like just a, like like a thin slice of tomato. Okay, that sounds good. 
How do you get, is that your preferred it's way to take to a dog? I want a poppy seed uh, bun. Uh, Shake Shack omits that. Needless, it, it's it's look that part's not so important to me. Um, but yeah, it's real good. Love it. Can't get enough of it. Burger King, go to hell. You fucked up too many times, assholes. Your pulled pork sandwich looks like shit. I'm done with Burger King. Get it out Burger, of my I, I, get it out of my face, dude. We went when we went to the yeah. That was we went the last to the, time I the went. World Trade Center Burger King that had all the windows blown out on 9/11 and they used as a temporary uh like uh command uh center. Um, and you you'd never know it by going inside now. They really cleaned the place. They really got the, all that dust off. And um, th- there's table service and you can buy beers there. And even with table service, even in like what you would assume would be one of the premier Burger Kings. It's the one right outside World Trade Center. It's a a, a part of that tragic day, and it, but it rose like uh like we all did. And yet you go in, and it's dog shit. I got a and they whopper, uh, the I think Burger King disrespected me and my wallet, but that pales in comparison to how they've oh, yeah. disrespected. Uh, the survivors, and of course, most importantly, those who died on uh, the 11th of September 2001 with what happens in that restaurant. Words right out of my mouth. I got a Whopper, and I remember picking it up, and as I picked it up, half of the contents just like, oh my god, this is fucking dog shit. Jason Vargas has been traded to the Phillies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank God! Uh, this is why we watch. This is why we keep the TV under in the show now. Don't even remember what I was going to oh say. Oh my God! I don't want Jason Vargas. Like, Tough, oh, dude. Thank God we have a five ERA pitcher as our what three now? Fuck! Thank God you have one of the biggest assholes in the league. It's just just like how cool it would have been. Impossible to look at without getting mad. Just constantly wet. And he's still got two years on his contract. Yep. What the fuck? I hope the Mets gave them prospects. Well, truth be told, the Mets uh, uh, have a habit of making everybody worse. So Vargas will probably... uh, (laughs) Just stellar. Yeah, he's probably going to shave a run or two off that ERA. Vargas never pays for another meal in Philadelphia again. Just absolute cult hero now. He... (laughs) Well, like, on its face... After the Mets traded for Stroman, a headline of Mets trade p- starting pitcher to Phillies, I'm like, hey, I'm listening now. And like Jason That's Noah Vargas. There, there's a Jarrett Seidler just tweeting out, ha, 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 Did you see that video? Pretty good, dude. And now that um, does that if if they've now uh, brought one in and gotten one out, uh, does uh, you think 
uh, I don't know. Are they hanging on to Cinder? Are you watching this? This is the oh my god, the theme song for Intentional Talk is truly bad. I said a couple weeks ago, and I don't know that we discussed it on the show, and I know that we dunk on Kevin Millar a lot, but uh. I finally managed to put it into words, which is the reason that baseball is not more popular on the whole is because baseball believes that what people want is more Kevin Millar. And we don't. We do not. I promise you we do not. I want more uh, Sean Doolittle. That's that- all I want. And that, like, every time, just all these people that MLB Network brings in. And now, granted, like, I'd say not that large a percentage of the baseball watching, like, baseball's general audience really cares about MLB Network. Um, yeah, you just watch your team. Yeah, you just, watch the, your life. you just watch the games. Maybe you watch the, the post-game show on what, uh, on what your regional affiliate. But, the like, me having to sit here and, and watch... Chris Rose and Kevin Millar, just two, just half talents, just nothing there really, and then it just like oh, and and then the what else we have for comic relief is like Nick Swisher, this guy whose entire thing and he just never stops laughing, like that's his entire bit, and he's just constantly screaming laughing. Is that his bit? It seems it feels like it to me. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking. And people I've are like, never ah, he's watched... just so much fun, dude. He's just got he's got nothing but jokes. He's just Um Oh no, who's equally bad is the who's the fucking doofus? We had him on for the wholesome segment the one time. Not on. Uh fuck. He's got the red hair, he's just diving all over the studio all the time. The biggest idiot Eric on. Burns? Eric Burns. Ugh. He's just like, we love his energy. I, we, no, it sucks. I don't. What I did honestly, what I did like was this Sunday. Joe Girardi's good. Joe Girardi is good on TV. He was interesting to watch on MLB. Uh, MLB now? Tonight. MLB tonight. No, he was good. Girardi was on that, and some assistant GM was on there with him once a week. And they do a good job. They're the best of the week. Yeah. Harold Reynolds is bad. Bad, 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 bad. Yeah, he's uh, and he's the face of the fucking network. Yeah, and I, I don't... I don't see. I don't get it. By the way, uh, while we're while we're still on baseball and while he's on the TV, Marcus Stroman, um, I'm really glad that Jeff McNeil has number six taken so that he can't wear it because a pitcher wearing six or a pitcher wearing any single digit number really sucks to me. That does suck. I don't like that. And then all he, my pitchers in the fifth. But he, I think he just tweeted out the word seven yesterday. Oh, no. So I guess he's going to wear seven. And just like again, that is not a. It's a really bad pitcher number one because like that that is a, a a superstar hitter number mickey mantle wore number seven like and i know stroman's good but it's just not you know it's not enough it looks completely unnatural to have a guy on the mound wearing that number did you see uh did you see that thing trevor bauer got like the uh the poll results uh 538 poll results yesterday at the game and he on a ball, and he just threw it over the fence. Yeah, and you got some poll results. Did, I was on. What was your impression when you saw that? What was the first thing that I came liked through your head? Whoever the second baseman was, having to like thought it was coming for him. I think it was Lindor. Yeah, and uh, well, Lindor is the shortstop, but I think I remember him reacting. Um, but it, it might have been Lindor. He might have just been standing there because the I guess everyone the circle was forming around him. But um, the. <laughs> 
Yeah, the, the duck is really good. You're like, oh, did, I didn't see the ball come down. Did he? Act, he like, threw it out of the park. Not like the stadium, but he yeah, threw it off the over, field. Over the wall. Over the, over the wall. I, that was my first impression. I was so impressed that he could just like one step, just like wing it out of the park. I was I was very impressed by that. That's, yeah. I mean, look, I got a lot to say about Trevor Bauer, but well, I'm not going to call into question his ability to throw a ball hard. Um, John Boy tweeted, uh, this kind of stuff is important. Now that they can't do steroids anymore, they need to invent new ways to be cool. If not, if not, we're left with a middle reliever who plays bass in a shitty bar band called Chin Music or something like that. I, and I just think of Bronson Arroyo, which is what he has to be referencing right now. I would think. And I don't think his, his band name was Chin Music, but uh, that, that's the joke. As, and, as you can see. Uh, every time Bronson Arroyo was in the playoffs and you had to just like listen to his band... Just like Bronson Royal plays in a band, it's great. It's not great. It's not great. He just plays in a band. It's it's not even good for baseball. I, I mean, like good for a, a baseball player. I don't. Oh. I don't. I don't think that him having a band is good for the sport in one way or another. I don't. I don't uh, put that much weight on it. Uh, I also think Bernie Williams is going to play guitar at every Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Oh yeah. I I just had this one on. Like I wasn't really that interested in this Hall of Fame class, but like I watched it. I was doing other shit. You know. Um, By the way, you know, Mariana Rivera. I'm glad that the uh, that there was that whole. I think it was Daily Beast thing about how he's an insane fascist that yeah. uh, that came out, um, which um, I guess makes perfect sense in retrospect. You know, and like when all the facts get laid out, you just go, "Oh yeah, I guess that was sitting in front of us the whole time." I we, my friend. Well, it's New York. Everybody's a Yankees fan. But I was talking to my friend Greg at, at, at Pub Quiz, and we were just like, "No, he's." Like heavy, heavy supporter of just like the Israeli politicians, and like, like he's he's super far right, and he's like, nah, I don't, I don't believe that. Like, nah, I don't, th- I don't think so. I'm not you, so sure that's true. You know, send him like, like screenshots of article titles. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna read it. <laughs> like, I, I understand why. But... Somebody starts sending me shit like that on Chase Utley. I'm not reading it. Like, I don't need it. It's sad that Chase Utley is my Mariano Rivera, but we're the Phillies ultimately. We just traded for Jason Vargas. We get what we can. The <laughs> um, well, I don't. Do you think that being uh, a complete asshole is beneficial to making you a good closer? As we look back over uh, many of the closers throughout time, I think well, the cutter is why he's the best closer of all time. It's the cutter. Well, I'm, I don't. T- I'm, I did also like the argument that. Um, oh no! I think any sorry, any good athlete has to be a fucking psychopath. If you want to be like a truly transcendent talent, you're a fucking psycho. Michael Jordan's a psycho. Yeah. Like, LeBron would be the one exception to that. He does not strike me as an absolute psychopath. No, which is really good. You know, we we sort of take uh, LeBron for granted a little bit. I think that he seems like he uh, he's. I don't know what he's like to play with. He's not like screwing people over. He's not making horrifyingly large bets and not giving a shit yeah, he's in not, public. He, he, he's not massively drunk yeah. ever. He does Taco Tuesday. Yeah, like if if Jordan thought he could get away with it, he'd kill a guy. Oh, yeah. For sure. LeBron's starting fucking elementary schools. Like, we, yeah, no, we really got. I hate to I hate to quote Bill Simmons, but like I I think it was him that said, just like if you found out that like 
Jordan poisoned Clyde Drexler before the 92 finals. <laughs> you would be, be like, surprised. You'd be like, that's incredible. He's so competitive. Like, <laughs> um, but the, uh, yeah, it, like, yeah, when, when you look at Lance Armstrong and Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan and the, uh, the, you know, and and Michael Phelps actually uh, seems pretty well adjusted. Sure, he's very, but he's on a very it, very vocal about being in therapy. It's a yeah, and it's a much smaller scale. Of it's a also sport. an individual sport too. It's but an individual again, so, sport. So are golf and, and uh, uh, cycling. But. Uh, yeah, but like yeah, well, so I don't think Michael Phelps is playing in the same ballpark as they are financially. Uh no, he he's getting uh plenty of an endorsement money, but even then that pales that, in comparison yeah. to actually being paid for what you do. Right. But um, like no, he's look, getting paid. He, he was in an Olympic training center. I'm but sure. I think in all Sponsored. sports, in all sports by position, I would say that uh, ruling out uh, all right team sports, ruling out uh, anybody who's in any sort of uh, fighting sport because that's. Um, that, that they are psychopathic. That, that is the that is the uh, the t- that is the peak of the domestic violence pyramid. Um, the um, I think by position in all team sports, I think uh, you get more assholes at closer than uh, than any other position. They're the tippy top, the cream of the crop assholes are definitely closers. Like because Billy Wagner is a spectacular asshole. John Rocker is a fantastically large asshole. Jonathan Papelbon. Papelbon. Oh my God! What I fucking forgot about Paps. What a prick. Uh, John Rocker, the uh, asshole. Right, right. Um, the one of the last few. Mariano Rivera. Yeah, one of the John Rocker. Has anyone been as loudly uh, racist as uh, as as John Rocker was since then? What was not counting? Um, uh, Josh Hader or whatever who did it in old tweets, um, yeah. I got and like somebody not to give Josh Hader a break uh, on a lot of that stuff, but like I know some of it was qu- like quoting rap lyrics, which I know that like if you're, it's the sort of thing that I wouldn't. It's it's probably not the sort of thing I would have written down, but it's the sort of thing that if you asked me when I was sixteen, uh, I've been like, no, you're just quoting the song. That's just the words. But we we know better now. Can you remember what the John Rocker quote about the New York subway was? Um, I think he just talked about a bunch of queers with AIDS, right? The biggest thing I don't like about New York are the foreigners. I'm a, not a very big, <laughs> I'm not a very big fan of foreigners. We wa- we can walk an entire block in Times Square and not hear anybody speaking English. Asians, Koreans, Vietnamese, Indians, yeah, they're tourists, Russians, stupid Spanish people, and everything up up there. How the hell did they get in this country? Where's the where's the one where he says <laughs> the passport? The, he says, They're all the ones with money. They're all the ones that are going back. They're the ones you should like. They come and spend a bunch of money here, and then they leave. That is that's what that's probably what you'd say you want. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed the first paragraph. I would. Re- uh, it's the most hectic, nerve wracking city. I am, imagine having to take the seven train to the ballpark, looking like you're riding through Beirut next to some kid with purple hair, next to some queer with AIDS, next to some dude who just got out of jail for the fourth time, right next to some twenty year old mom with four kids. It's depressing. Turns out that none of those people in the subway want to fucking talk to you either, uh, which really t- works out for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And additionally, I don't agree with the premise. That's um, what I want to say. I've uh, I've watched. A lot of reality shows where uh, there's uh, that 
that most of the this mo- is most the of the most of the twenty year old moms with four kids uh, live closer to John Rocker. Um, uh, of course, rehashing. Uh, look, are we breaking any new ground by talking about uh, how what John Rocker said was wrong when he said it uh, twenty years ago? No. But but it, I think I I definitely forgot a lot of the details. <gasps> this is the so I was going to bring this up anyway. This happy birthday cake that yeah. J Lo brought. Brendan excitedly pointing to the, the picture television. Of the cake. Fuck, this is ruining the they, show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're talking about what I was going to talk about. Look at that birthday cake. It, it is look. J Lo brought that cake. Describe that cake a bit. It this is for someone who has so much money. This cake is barely even an afterthought. This is a this is a twenty dollar cake. This is a m- max. It just says happy birthday. It doesn't say Alex. Doesn't say anything like that. If and now everything doesn't have to be. Uh, what's the name of that technique where, where they like do the that like icing that they sort of like wrap it in. It's a funfetti? No, it's not. It's not. That's funfetti. It's, it's more. I think. I think. That's the on. only cake you've ever had. Oh, Fondant. And, and that's the word that I'm looking for. And uh, look, it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be. Um, I'm, I was just going to say Lego cake because that's the first thing I saw. Ten amazing fondant <laughs> cakes in ten minutes, and the first one I saw looks like Legos. Um, so, all right, you don't have to get a rod a Lego cake of himself. However, this. Is this the? Is this the? Is, now is Kevin Millar bragging about this terrible cake or what? We gotta change. Too much bad content on MLB Network. We're just commenting on the television think, now. I'm basically sitting with my grandfather. I think we should do a show where we drive around and talk about. Um, we should just read signs out loud and then talk about what used to be there. I'm still in on the deodorant show. <laughs> By the way, I've honestly I, been thinking about the deodorant show because it's such so funny to me. The 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 one thing I absolutely refuse to cede ground on uh, saying the names of stuff out loud uh, when I'm just, uh, driving in a car. That I enjoy that quite a lot, and I know that that is an old man cliche, but that's because it's good to do. Uh, I don't agree. I think it's good. It's bad. After the second or third one. You're just everybody's in their head. Goes shut up. I can read it. I see it. Maybe I you know. Didn't. Maybe you're looking at your phone because people today they they don't care about conversation. They they just want to look at their phones. Oh, like, gone is the art of conversation, Michael. The art of conversation. Gone. Time was, and it's this these politics. People just want to get into and talk about po- what's wrong. People used to if you needed something from your neighbor, you would go over. And you would say, hey, you got, and they'd give you $100 from their wallet. And if you didn't get it back to them, it didn't, it didn't matter. And what's gone today is that, and look, and I don't want to, these kids, they don't even speak English. Oh, yeah. We got to tell you, well, it's clear we have to take our country back. It's, It's frankly it. And we have to, we have to take our country back. And the reason is that it's because uh, people online they're so nasty online Brendan they say all the things that they say to me they um they call me a little homie gay ass and for what because i love my country unbelievable that's the difference between you and i i don't love my country i don't like it i don't even like it 
you got well, to, well, what bit are we doing here? You got to, you got to stay, you got to stay in, in, in on, <laughs> I don't have a lane. I can't riff. I'm not funny. I read tweets. Ah, that's fair. I'm a tweet reader. You want me no to read No disagreements there. Um, hey, you know, uh, another thing about these kids is they're eating Tide Pods. I heard. God, that was like the best thing that ever happened to conservative comedy. That like, is that is the that is conservative comedy in totality. That it's just it all comes back to it's the pods. funniest thing, cons- the funniest thing possible to them. I could go into any Facebook group right now and scroll for less than three minutes and find a Tide Pod joke, like a hundred percent. I also I, I loved it so much too because it's just like I'm millennial go eat a Tide Pod I'm just like I'm 31 years old <laughs> you're not it wasn't the millennials eating it either it was the Gen Zers is that it uh is that after us whatever's after us um that uh, Zoomers yeah I guess I don't know I think it's Gen I don't Z. know what anybody's called I don't know uh I, much like yeah um, what's your sign How yeah about that? M- much like uh. Like high school, you know, it's like when you're a freshman, you know the names of all the seniors, and by the time you're a senior, you know exactly zero freshmen. Doesn't matter. That's how I feel about all the people coming behind. I don't know the names of their groups. I know them all ahead of me. <laughs> Fair enough. But I don't know anybody behind. Uh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna switch to football a little bit. Oh wait, unless you want to talk about the uh, Jessica Mendoza and A Rod both having. <laughs> I'd trade ideas on Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah, I'm not a, like, uh, yeah, I get that, um, as a member of the, the, you can do, like, uh, punditry work, but, which is fine, but when you, when you're commenting specifically on what teams that you work for should do, when you, Jessica Mendoza, are saying that the, the, that it'd be good for the uh, for the Yankees to trade for Noah Syndergaard when you are a scout for the Mets, um, I guess while it is objectively true, it's probably not in your it like in the best interest of your employer to be saying this into a microphone. Yeah, really kind of Sunday night baseball. Fox with some negotiating positions, I'd imagine. But yeah, the, the reason I found that what's the, there's an agent who tweeted out that like both of them like yeah because A Rod is a, like a like a, a special like a consultant to Brian Cashman and Mendoza is a, a, a special scout for Brody Van Wagenen and it just said both of them should be fired from their jobs like they yeah. can not Sunday Night Baseball but from from their front office jobs. The tweet you're referencing is from uh, Joshua Kusnick and it said both should be fired from one or the other of their jobs. It's impossible to do both. Um. But and he then references that DeGrom's agent from 2018 now runs the Mets. Uh, and if that's okay. Yeah, that, you know, that doesn't seem great either. Brody Van Wagen, and I, apparently he's very popular among, like, the, uh, the the barstool crowd, which makes sense because I guess he looks like them. I don't know what Brody Van Wagenen looks like. He looks like a big asshole. <laughs> he probably is. He did make that Stroman trade and pretty much cornered the market on, on pitching. Which is, I think, a smart move because it's fun to make trades. So he looks like a guy who's about to lose a boat in a divorce. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. That's in every sitcom. That's that's the guy that the uh, the girl goes to yeah, next. This is uh, Brody Van. Re- yeah, serious philandering husband look about him. That's the doctor. That's the uh, uh, stalked by my doctor. Doctor uh, forced to resign, lieutenant governor. <laughs> like forced to resign. He does, yeah. He does a very politician look to him. Yeah, he's a uh, bit of polish. 
like uh re- like remember um the i i forget what was it the, the governor of, of um ah, he was a governor but the guy who like was doing some sex game with a woman and like tied her to a chair like naked and blindfolded and like took pictures of her and then used them to blackmail her to blackmail her yeah and then um basically just like look you can never uh let anybody know that this happened between us because now i have these pictures of you and I'm not saying that Brody Van Wagenen would do that. I'm just saying he's got that face. Um, so this guy, uh, let me click on the old thing. I don't know if this is actually his name. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, so this guy had a Steelers tattoo on his head. Yeah, always smart. And Juju Smith-Schuster said something along the lines uh, to him on Twitter of like, uh, if you get my signature tattooed, I'll, uh, I'll give you a Tickets or something like that. So this guy got Juju Smith-Schuster's signature tattooed right next to the Steelers logo, Mm -hmm. to which Juju Smith-Schuster gave him season tickets. I mean... That seems like equivalent exchange. This seems okay to me. That's pretty good. And now... Well, uh, it was because it was really dumb before. But once you get season tickets out of it, Once you get season tickets out of it, and I guess on the scale of tattoos that take up a large portion of your head go... It's not that bad, and really, because he's got a mohawk, he can grow that back out. Oh, yeah. And then he's just got hair again. Honestly, now, if you I have to get know, an embarrassing team tattoo, that's where you want it. It's hard to tell. Uh, you can't see the front of it. One of my least favorite things is that... Um, How is when, that his signature? When Bo- I don't know. It's actually... Yeah, it looks, like, it looks like a branded signature. It looks like something that's like made to be put on a hat. Yeah. That's pro- it's probably Or is that just is. number... What's Smith Schuster's number? Isn't he nineteen? God, this is a mess of a shit signature. Oh, I see number but I guess right there. Nineteen's right there. Is it just the letters JJ? Yeah, that's fine. My my signature is just my initial uh, circled. Um, but yeah, guys who uh, are are losing their hair, uh, who have like the the receding hairline in the corner, but and then we'll uh, switch it to a mohawk. You can see through that all day and know exactly what you're doing. Just unless, following the path Because unless, unless it's just been shaved, it's very obvious on day two yeah. what's happening Once you get that five o'clock shadow in there? Just on uh, your scalp. Yeah, just just get a look. It's it's fine. You don't even have to go. You don't even have to shave your head bald. Would just you do this a, for Arsenal a, season just tickets? Get a regular, uh, just get a regular haircut, but receding. It's just what it is. You just got to have to deal with it. Would you do this for Arsenal season tickets? You know... For free? Um, presumably this is just one season of season tickets. Pr- yeah, presumably. So eight uh, games, uh, and it's if, 16 for Arsenal or 17? Um, 18? Uh, 19. 19. 38 games. 38 games, okay. So, and then you got... Um, well, you want the full you month, and but then look, you want the playoffs. There's European, maybe match, you get like there's a, European matches. There's the FA Cup games. You, you, that's what you want as well. If they're playing, but then again, if you're saving the two thousand dollars or whatever that season tickets would have cost you, no, it's just well. if they're playing at Emirates, you're there. Uh, yeah, and I would probably do it for the Sixers. If I'm going to go to forty-one home games in the playoffs, like ah, trouble is I, getting getting to. Getting to London. I mean, like, obviously, I guess let, let, let's as, let's assume logistically, uh, it's not that. But it's 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 a non-issue logistically. Um, 
Yeah, sure. Although, I, oh, it's go, it is going to have to depend on the player. I mean, I guess, hmm, who's Arsenal's equivalent of Juju Smith-Schuster? Second or third best guy on your team? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I was that, just thinking getting an Ozil tattoo. If, if it was, if, um, yeah, if, if, if Alex Lacazette wants to sign my head, um, I'll get that. He's a nice guy. Uh, and Peter Simmons, if you want to sign my head, just sneak up on me. Just do it. Like, I don't care. You can just sneak up on me and sign my head whenever you want. It's fine. I don't even like my head that much. It sucks. It's fucking shit. Get it out of here. Get this. I want this head gone. Uh, a CFL cornerback played cornerback in Joker makeup. That is. This is so good. And said nothing about it in the post game interview. He had an interception. He was like a former Raven. He played like two games over the course of two years, mostly a practice squad guy. Seems to be. Have a nice fit in the CFL, but like after the game, didn't say a fucking word about it in his post game interview. Feel like I might have something to ask. I, uh, I said, I've been, I've, I've been trying to talk to people about it. I was talking to, um, the, to Matt, the Twenty Nine Coast, about this. Um, and I said I feel like Heath Ledger's Joker was a. Jackie Robinson sort of figure to a specific sort of dumbass, but I can't pin <laughs> I can't pin down exactly what it is about like some people that uh, that like the Joker speaks to them so much. Like I really don't know what it is. Like, but why there's so many of these guys? I gotta get a cross section on like that group with like new metal fans. Like, what percentage of Corn fans? Uh, equals the the Joker levels le- lovers equals you know whatever like where's the overlap no, with new metal I don't mm, maybe but I don't think it's I don't think it's just that but I mean I I guess possibly maybe guys that would have just been like bondage pants guys like our our Joker makeup guys now God well I I really you well you can't put on Joker makeup unironically. Uh, you can, and people do. I mean, people no. drive around and like there are guys. No, there are there are no, there are a not insignificant amount of guys who are driving around this country right now in Joker makeup and driving a slingshot, and and they are, are they are trying to they're trying to shock you. I would and be you, shocked if yeah, I saw someone in Joker they're, makeup. They're doing it. I would laugh. Explain what happened in Seattle. Explain this anti-flag. Is that Seattle? You yeah. Said? So in oh, the yes, uh, yes. in the soccer Discord, which by the way, soccer-specific uh, server, it's called. It's an MLS joke. Everyone should know that joke. Obviously, 
everyone should know that joke. Um, join it if you. I'll, I'll post. Uh, I'll post the link to the after this episode goes out. I'll post a link to the Twitter. After all, uh, the Premier League season is starting very soon in about what two weeks time. The ninth, I think. Um, the the season begins. So and then of course uh, all the other big European leagues seem to follow. MLS playoffs will be coming up. Um, so there's going to be uh, there, there's going to be a lot to talk about. And we got a uh, got the Euros coming up next summer too. So really, you're gonna want to get in ahead of all that into this uh, soccer group chat with me and uh, like eight other guys, including Brendan, who's never posted in there once. So I have nothing good. To, I have nothing. No, not good. I have nothing constructive to say about soccer. That's that's fair. You but, guys are talking about like backline pressure and, and it's like I just like the Rebels are good this year, right? It's a lot of it is just watching games and then just posting. Wow. <laughs> that is most I have like I point. have a great time and um I don't have that much to contribute to Kipo's uh it, it was a Bruin specific uh discord but now it's just become um a, a Boston discord. Ooh. <laughs> Good. So um but uh but anytime there's any uh uh if a Red Sox game is on I can always just jump in there and just get uh get in on any sort of game discussion whatever's uh, happening. A lot of hockey talk. It's a good time over there too. Uh, this is like uh, the gigantic discords where people uh, decide that they're important in them, and then there's and then you have to sit and witness weird fights. Um, like that's uh, the, the, no time for that. What we need is a bunch of discords with between like ten to twenty people max, and then you just have a and then you nice basically, little group chat. You have a nice little group chat going. Nothing of, of, of like minded individuals. So I say all that to say. Um, of the soccer uh, Discord, abstinence rules. <laughs> Who is a Sounders fan? Um, post a link to this, and uh, the uh, Sounders, uh, Emerald City uh, supporters, they had their um, uh, anti-fascist uh, banner. Uh, let me let me pull up the whole statement here. Let me just read the statement. This from weareecs.com. Um. On July 21st versus Portland, we flew an Iron Front Three Arrows flag in the Burham End. The Three Arrows represent our commitment to equality and inclusion, just as our anti-fascist, anti-racist, always Seattle banners do. Starting in pre-World War II Germany, the Three Arrows arrows have been a symbol of the fight against fascism, oppression, and persecution to this day continue to represent these important values around the world. Fascism is the exact opposite of these beliefs and therefore cannot be allowed to exist in the same place if we, as a supporters group, as a soccer club and as a community allow fascists to be comfortable, they will continue to stand in opposition to what we believe. We will not allow that. We will not stop fighting for what is right. In response to the use of this flag, ECS has been issued a formal warning from Seattle Sounders for violating the fan code of conduct by displaying political signage. You can read the formal document we have received in the letter below. On Thursday, ECS leadership, Guerrilla FC leadership, and Alliance Council leadership met with the club to discuss this. The ownership and leadership of the club stated that their belief that Iron Front is a political uh, symbol and cited complaints that they received from season ticket holders about the flags as further reason it should not be allowed. Name names. That's what I want. Who, you want names. Who were these season ticket holders that complained about the anti-fascist thing, and what are their addresses? <laughs> Showing up, and maybe that's maybe me saying exactly that is what they're trying to avoid, but yeah, <laughs> um, I don't care. Like, which fucking guy, at, which Amazon employees, and they almost certainly all are. Which three hundred grand a year Amazon guys uh, saw that and got all pissed off as as they continue to just run Seattle into the fucking ground. 
as they uh, call the uh, homeless pe- uh, person hotline so that uh, uh, the cops can come and spray fire hoses at uh, people because they were forced to shit on the pavement because they got priced out of their house. Um, In any case, I, I this... don't hate the stance of no political ads at all, though. Uh, or banners, sorry. Well, I don't uh, hate that stance. Yeah, but except that that's bullshit because you got to stand for the anthem, don't you? <sighs> okay, fair. So uh, choosing to sit for the anthem would uh, immediately. Uh, like that's the uh, no no honoring police no honoring military nothing of the sort that is all that is all political no you honor firefighters maybe then you you want to talk to them first and get a get a sense of what they're about that's the thing the, the firefighters generally they they just they just show up and save you the the police firefighters the, the police will show up and 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 potentially kill you um in any case this is the letter from uh, the Sounders to um, uh, to ECS. For the past 10 years, Emerald City supporters and Sounders FC have worked collectively in efforts to create the most passionate and inclusive soccer experience in Major League Soccer, which immediately, uh, it's not inclusive. No. It's not inclusive of any uh, political messages. But I, I get, uh, in any case, Sounders FC remains committed to the values and inclusion and acceptance starting in 2009 and most recently demonstrated by a statement from ownership in October 2017 regarding anti-fascist, anti-racist, always Seattle flag. We believe that speaking up for equality is the right thing to do. During the creation of the new Major League Soccer fan code of conduct, Sounders FC worked tirelessly to ensure a reasonable amount of local discretion remains with the clubs with regards to how and where to celebrate our core values. Sounders FC also stands side-by-side with Major League Soccer regarding the position that political signage has no place in MLS events. Messages, banners, flags, or any symbols that represent an association to a political group will not be allowed in Central League Field. That includes, but is not limited to, Antifa, Iron Front, Proud Boys, and Patriot Prayer. So all of a sudden, the Proud Boys and Patriot Prayer and all these three-percenter psychos, like, like all the people who actually show up and actually kill people and ram their cars into people who are... <laughs> <laughs> who are like antifa they're the, they're all being equated and um and and i said uh like no no one understands that antifa is a concept rather than a specific group is, yeah is it's not one. a group we're but, not meet but, nobody's meeting but, and anywhere. then and then kipo said that's that's intentional like that is that is absolutely on purpose because that helps their point because that's like every time Ted Cruz or whatever says like, "Oh, we need to hold uh, these people accountable." There's no power structure. It's yeah. it, it's so that means that they can like anybody can be antifa basically. Um, anybody if you if you so much as started uh, if you started a Facebook group um, saying that like, "Oh, we're gonna uh, you know we're all gonna meet up and we're all gonna protest these people," whatever, and you can get pinned as you know, a, a leader within Antifa and then be uh, uh, charged, you know, if they change the laws. It's a very so, sort of like V for Vendetta mask kind of thing. It's like we all show up at the end wearing the mask. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do now? I mean, and that's what, um, uh, what, what I, I guess that what's always been smart about Black Block and all that is <laughs> is that you can't see their faces. So they do make it hard to, uh, to, to be caught. Um, and now it, I guess there's a debate to be had about um, is Antifa showing up and just wailing on uh, a bunch of um, uh, idiots in uh, uh, Joker makeup, wailing on idiots in, in Joker makeup and hockey pads 
and wearing their Make Socialists Afraid of Helicopters Again t-shirts. Like, is that helpful? Um, some, you know, sometimes yes. Sometimes, maybe occasionally not. You know what? But uh, the Antifa in general, uh, very good. They're, they're, they're getting in the way. They're showing up and putting up any opposition to all these fascist rallies that the police uh, encourage and um, sometimes, I'm sure, out of uniform take part in. So that, that, there, that there are people willing to show up and stand in the faces of these guys open carrying and shit. I mean, there, there, there's a guy in Charlottesville who actually fired off his gun. Didn't hit anybody, but like there, like a guy was shooting in Charlottesville that day, the yeah. same day as a so, hit and run. Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't let's... like when these when the Antifa stuff gets equated. Just like I, I would just like a note. Just like some of these are violent groups, and like I don't know, I don't find it. Antifa good. is violent, but uh, I mean they're but it's directed at people who are like actively promoting like genocide. So it's just like, yeah, we're going to try to, like, this guy who says that uh, the Holocaust never happened, like, he might get hit in the mouth with a retractable baton. And you know what? I have no problem with that. If, 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 if the guys who, if, if the guys who chant send her back, like, if, um, if, if one of them gets punched in the back of the head at a rally because a fight broke out, I'm not that upset. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I uh, I have a hard time rooting for the highest level of violence. Just like I don't want to see, a, but like getting punched in the back of the head, I I support that so much to so many people. And well, and the problem and uh, like batons the foreheads, I don't support. But you getting just clubbed in the back of the head because you're dumb and shitty, like absolutely, I have time for that. Yeah, it, and and like I they and and I, I I again don't believe that the point when they show up is to be violent it's just that they show up ready for it that they show uh that that their presence again is letting people know that this will not stand here you know it just like here are a couple um however many dozens of us all here like letting you know that all of your fascist bullshit is not okay and and because of all the psychos who are there as the fascists are, someone's going to throw a punch, but they're ready for it. So again, violence is a language that uh, that these animals uh, speak. So, That's so true. if you pick a fight with them, that is what they wanted in the end. Like that is why that like cops are desperate for you to pick a fight because then they can kill you. George Zimmerman was desperate for Trayvon Martin to throw a punch oh, at yeah. him. Do anything. That's that that yeah that is what as soon as you have uh, yeah as soon as you get to uh, a reason to kill a person who you've thought about killing from the day that you bought your gun because every gun owner is someone with a elaborate murder fantasy and by the, which they win every time every no gun owner thinks that they're going to lose when during a home invasion my brother's absolute proof of that I can you get him to put his in writing or just like what? Uh, can can you just have him do step by step oh. like what what's going to happen if somebody breaks in I think the way to get to that would be to say like in what ways are you prepared or yeah. something like that like, so, so all right I don't you don't want to go in there just like what's your gun fantasy right. man like I know you 3 a.m. I kick your door down what's next what what do you do what's your first move yeah it's just like hey you don't know Ed, like I snuck in dogs didn't hear me no barking Kill the dogs. They're outside. They're dead. Dog throat slit. 
uh, la- <laughs> laying on the deck. Came down from the ceiling, like like Mission Impossible <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, a I bunch of paprika, mask my scent. Came down, came down with, with using my feet to control my descent like a spider. <laughs> uh, dogs <laughs> dead. Immediately, me. immediately killed the dogs. They didn't, even, they didn't even get a chance to smell me. Kick the door, kick the door down, screaming, hollering. What are you doing? Move one. What? It's like, well, I'm going to ascertain the situation. All right, so it's too late. You're dead. So I, to 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 continue here, um, as stated above, the the where did I leave off? Oh, I've forgotten. Oh, we believe the game of soccer is what binds us together as Sounders community. We can collectively celebrate the spirit and values of the city of Seattle. But we also agree that CenturyLink Field should be free of politics, especially leveraging a communal soccer experience to draw attention to specific political parties or groups. As stated above. The uh, presence of messages, banners, and other symbols that represent an associated political group at MLS is a clear violation of MLS fan code of conduct. The fan code of conduct was violated by Emerald City supporters at the match on Sunday, July 21st, 2019, when an iron front flag was displayed. This letter serves as a formal warning for Emerald City supporters that this violation of fan code of conduct. In addition, any further displays of political signage at a home or away message will result in a three-match suspension, home matches for the individuals involved, as well as restricted supporter privileges for a certain number of matches. This includes what is not limited to bringing supporter items to CenturyLink Field, access to CenturyLink Field, parking, home or away ticket privileges, etc. We are committed to working with Emerald City supporters to promote inclusive and positive atmosphere of Sounders FC matches. I do completely understand the we don't need any political stuff there because like because at, at some point like if you can if you can promote any uh, like political thing then that means that like you have to entertain the fascist things as well. Yes, but the fact that the something that is fam- like famously anti-Nazi the, yeah, before it, they rose, yeah, if, and, like that's politics. Yeah, if if <laughs> it, like it's one of the it's if you have such a problem with anti-fascism, what what's up? Yeah, it's no. It's, that's what I was just thinking as you were you were talking, and I was zoning out just a second ago because I was definitely not listening to the statement. Like, that's no fine. Fucking way. That's fine. I no, I just uh, I just think it's just like they're they. No, I guess this would be where they get back the other way. It's like, well, you guys didn't let us have those shoes, is what they would say. We didn't get our fucking Betsy Ross flag shoes because the symbol changed and it means something else now, according to Colin uh, Queer Pernick. Um, <laughs> um uh, so maybe this symbol to them has changed as well. But either way, like, I don't know. That would be the equivalency I imagine would be drawn pretty quickly. Uh, it, look, and I, uh, uh yeah, that, that equivalency is tough. It's tough. And I get, I mean, I, I've just made my whole statement about it. Like, well, that, and that's the thing. They've equating... Conservative messaging, they're just so much better at it they're than we are. They're so good at it. The, well, fact, the fact that they immediately made, they managed to turn being an anti-fascist into, like, being worse than being a fascist because they're, like, so rude about it. And that really comes with, I think, like, uh, a concession of a bit of ground on where you stand on fascism in general? Yeah. It's just, well, but, the, and, uh, it, it's, it's what I'm people. I'm against the anti-fascist. It's what people say all the time. It's, it's the, it's that people are only against it until their own, like, comfort is threatened, whatever. It's just like, well, we don't want people, like, I, well, I don't want someone swinging a retractable baton at me. Just like, well, they're not gonna, these people are, they're not going door to door, you know? Uh, let's, let's finish up this show. Yeah, let's get to our listener questions. Hold on, I want to read the sarcasm meme. 
Uh, read, 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 please read me the this. This is the one. Uh, you can put this on my fucking tell. Tell uh, Ian when I die. He's like, this is what Brendan would have wanted. All right. All right. Uh, first slide, first image, whatever. Picture of Kim Jong Un. Picture of Kim Jong Un. I have a nuclear button on my desk. Second image, Donald Trump. I have a bigger nuclear button on my desk. Third image, cartoon character. I have a Samsung Galaxy Note and a Mi phone on my desk. Fourth image, side by side. Sorry, bro, from Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un, both doing prayer hands. <laughs> Sarcasm group. It's very topical. <laughs> also not sarcasm. Is the is the guy with the phone smoking a blunt? Uh, he seems really cool and very high. Yeah, dude. Definitely he's, smoking he's a high, dude. He smokes weed. Well, yeah, he's a fucking loser. No wonder he's still got a Galaxy Note. Galaxy Note. When did he post this? I was, Galaxy Note hasn't know, been a joke in a long time. No, well... 15 hours ago. Don't tell... <laughs> don't tell Dan Ninen. I mean, that's his whole thing. Galaxy Notes and Tide Pods. Now... Comedy Gold, baby. I would get a Galaxy Note, I think. I, um, I just haven't. I haven't yet. I haven't gotten no, around to I it. I haven't. I haven't done it yet. I'm not. I'm not one of these uh, Android master race guys. You know. I just. Uh, you know. I. It's. Uh, it's uh, the iPhone. It's fine. It's, it's a phone. It works. Yeah. You know, I would be. Uh, the only thing I'd miss is uh, Overcast, which is a, a Apple only uh, app. The best podcast app, far and away. Uh, what's next? Listener mail. Listener mail. Joe of Honor. Asks, you may have heard of him before he's on the show. I I, I asked one hour ago, I uh, said, all right, Dismal Tide is back. Please give us your questions so we can answer them on the show. Got to be quick. I should have asked two hours ago. So we we are not the sort of show with the kind of popularity that um, we're going to get a lot of questions. Um, let's, let's see. For If you're looking up numbers, I don't want to know. No, not our own. I was Oof. just I was going to look up um All right. So, uh when Arsblog posted uh recording with Gunner Blog in about 45 minutes, if you have any questions for topics for discussion, send us both using the hashtag #arscastextra. That's 222 replies. Mm. How um, many of them are the same? But though? he's got 307,000 Twitter followers. So, which is the bit off of that? If you multiply my followers. I got him I I got Arsblog to uh to come to my job the other day. When I I met on Instagram a couple months ago, he was in New York, and I said to, to come buy whiskey. And um, and then months later, uh, he said he couldn't at the time, but he definitely would next time. And then he did. So nice guy, good Arsenal writer. If you're into that sort of thing, I am. Hell, uh, Joe asks. Who is the most famous celebrity to have you blocked on Twitter? And I said, uh, that's another show's entire premise, but I'll answer it. Mm-hmm. I believe it is, um, I think it's uh, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, I was going to It's got, I think, yeah, Kurt he's not the, uh, I guess he's not a celebrity, as it were. Um, he's a, uh, but he's a pretty famous, uh, he's a celebrity enough. He's a celebrity. Famous he's athlete. a pretty famous guy. Got a, a sock in the Hall of Fame, you know. Um, that Chuck Woolery blocked me. Um, I think I'm blocked by like a fair amount of like uh, resistance Twitter people who are popular on Twitter, but perhaps not in real life. 
who I've never in, like Sadie Doyle has me blocked. I've never interacted with her in any way. Um, I think basically people have block lists where yeah. pretty much anybody who like follows Will Menneker is just automatically sure. blocked. Um, hmm. Mine is uh, Dave Anthony. Oh yeah, because your joke that uh, yeah, I made a bad joke yeah. about him dunking on a uh, anti. It was it was poorly it was poorly it was phrased, poorly badly phrased, done. and it made it look like you were mad at him. And and uh, oh, I didn't tell your block story, Mike. I'm sorry. Uh, no, and I was unfortunately blocked. And he's a funny comedian, and I miss his stuff. Um, but I, we follow him on the Dismal Tide account, so I still, you know, in the at the end of the day, I can seek him out when I want to. But I will say, his block of me, I pretty much stopped listening to, um, what's it called? I don't even remember what his podcast is called, The Dollop. That's right. Uh, I pretty much stopped listening to it after that. I don't know how much the two are related, but, you know, probably a lot. Uh, okay, thanks for the listener, man. What else we got? Oh, uh, Joe uh, followed that up with, um, uh, which athlete should make the crossover into pro wrestling? Hmm. I'm trying to remember. They, uh... hmm. The the UFC guys seems like they would do. Do you get a uh... who beat McGregor? Nurmagomedov. Yeah, but he. I don't even know if he speaks English. Okay. Well, let me think about a nerdist then. Not just a good fighter like Ronda. Yeah, I think. I mean, like your 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 personality matters. As much as your did you see the last? ability, so I think Khabib. Um, yeah, he. Uh, uh, I, I don't. I don't know how great he would be on the on the microphone. Um, what I'm looking for is great on the mic. I'm looking for uh, athleticism, so you can maybe do some pretty dazzling stuff out there. And I think I have my answer. I think I want uh, Antonio Brown. I do like. He could definitely be a heel. He's so willing to have the worst uh, hairstyles and just yeah, like, dress very, very gaudy. Yeah, very demolition man. I think Antonio Brown. That's a pretty good answer. I can't really think of. Any, I wonder. Uh, Richie Incognito. Okay. Did you hear what he did? We actually missed that. Yeah, Richie Incognito. Well, I, I mentioned, we don't need to like go I into it. I mentioned him ago, because, uh, yeah, because he seems like um, he would uh, he would fit into a, a, a past version of uh, him and Randy Orton would be really good friends, actually. <laughs> Both just the biggest assholes alive, or they'd hate each other. It, it's hard to say. <laughs> it uh, it's always hard to know with that sort of thing. Like that's the th- uh, I was. Like Enos Cantor, um, uh, God, what did he do the other day? That was the, he he posed for a picture with somebody who sucks. Kemba Walker. No, it wasn't Kemba Walker. <laughs> oh wait, do we have an email to get into? Because we're an hour seven. I don't know. Let's see if you can remember the password. Oh, we got a new trailer for Ballers. They're doing it again. The Bang Local Dads guys. I, I, along with my fellow podcast hosts, am looking forward to covering another stinker of a season from Neil. Oh, Enos Cantor uh, posed for a picture with uh, Peter King. Um, oh, okay. And uh, it said, uh, huge thanks to Congressman Rep. Peter King for your leadership and support. And um, 
I said people assume Cantor is good because of Erdogan, or because Erdogan is bad, but as if two assholes have never been mad at each other before. You're both wrong. Let's see here. This looks like a listener email. Um, it's it's, it's got to call me a bitch in it, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> it's it's my uh, uh, this this is uh, unfortunately Mike sent us. This is the day it happened. Uh, the Bagel Boss video. Oh, okay. Um. So he. Uh. So he. He. The, the, this is the at the time that it was sent. Um. It was very topical. But I think everything at this point that can be said about the Bagel Boss has been said. Thanks for the thought. Though. So I do. Yes, Mike. I apologize that Brendan fucked up so bad, and uh, it led to his look. Uh, as we said, uh, or as he said. No one's more upset about this than he is, although he now has a beautiful new uh, MacBook yeah. with a retina display. So. Nobody is more upset about this than So me. it cost them a lot, but um, I, yeah, I'd be pretty happy with it, you know, so. I don't know what, I don't know what he's complaining about. You know, I am the one paying the bills over he's here. He's playing. Play, hey, look. All right. All right. So that's, uh, that's, that's the that. show. Good two-week break that we had, but we're back now. We're right back in it. Um, and, uh... You gotta love it. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. 